We good to go? It feels like the perfect night for SwiftCast, a Taylor Swift podcast by the fans for the fans. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 31 of SwiftCast. That's 13 backwards. I was just going to say that. I remember. <laughs> this is Belle. Ashley. And Steph. Hi. Welcome back. Welcome back. We've had Steph with us a few times, and we're excited to have her back again. Yes, thank you for having me. I'm excited to be back. We like having you here. Thanks. You're welcome. I'm sure everybody else likes it, too. Everybody should tweet SwiftCast and see how much you love stuff. So we have some cool stuff to talk about, but um, we wanted to open the show by reading an email that we received. Uh, this email was from a guy named Nathan Staggs. He said, hey, guys, I wanted to start off in saying thank you for all that you do. The SwiftCast is a great outlet to escape and listen to all of the newest Taylor news. I work at a residential treatment facility for at-risk youth. The children we work with are 5 to 11 years old, and they, they have all been severely abused and neglected. Working with these kids is tough, but the Red Album is our go-to album when working with these kids. All of the kids love the album, and they love Taylor Swift. Working with these kids can be very tough at times, and putting on Taylor always seems to help de-escalate the kids and bring some joy into their life. It's also a great way to relate to the kids, as the kids know Taylor Swift is my favorite artist. I find myself connecting with the kids through Taylor Swift on an almost daily basis. I just wanted to give you guys a feel-good story, letting you know that Taylor is also helping in the day-to-day lives of at-risk youth with her amazing songs. Keep up the amazing work. Also, congrats on being the official Taylor podcast of the ESPN Fantasy Football Podcast. Thank you, Nathan Staggs. Um, We just wanted to read that because we think that's kind of amazing. And Taylor, you know, everybody always talks about how much Taylor, like, has influenced their lives. But to hear, like, a story like this, I that just really kind of touches my heart and makes me even more proud of Taylor. That was so nice for him to write that to us. It is really nice for him to write that. Um, I agree with what he says. I think that Taylor has a great message. And I think that's really amazing that, like, her message is helping, you know, helping kids. She would love to hear that, that too. That, you know, haven't had a good a good time in life so far. I think that's really amazing. And I really appreciate that he listens to SwiftCast. That's awesome. <laughs> I was just going to say, this is a really great email. And I think it really shows what an influence Taylor has. Anytime I have a bad day, I listen to Taylor. And for these kids who have had such a, an awful life, this helps them. I mean, that's amazing. I agree with you wholeheartedly. I think that's the kind of thing that for Taylor, if she were to hear a story like that, you know, makes everything worth it. All the hard work she puts in, all the struggles that she sometimes has to deal with being in the public eye. I think it's all worth it to her because she, when she hears things like this, that it really does make a difference for people. I agree. I think that Taylor, I mean, this is like why she does what she does. And she has always wanted to make a difference in her life with her music, the way that she feels that other people's music has made a difference, you know, during her struggles in her childhood. And I don't know, that just really touches my heart when, you know, somebody has an amazing story like this that really confirms that Taylor really is that influential and amazing and, like, inspirational to people that really need that inspiration. So we just wanted to read that and um, say thank you for writing in and thank you for listening to Taylor and thank you for listening to us. We also got a uh, tweet from Swift Loves You, and uh, they asked us a question. They said, uh, what do we want more, a Red Platinum Edition or a Red Tour movie? I really have to pick? That's really not fair. <laughs> it's not fair at all. Like, why? Well, one or the other? Is that is that the choice you're trying to give us here? What are you trying to do to us? Yeah, that's a really tough question. I have 
I'm wondering with whether the Red Platinum Edition, would that include maybe a live video of the Red Tour? Because if it would, then that would be my pick. <laughs> if we can get that. <laughs> but if... I mean, that's the way they should do it, though, is when they release the, you know, the Red Tour DVD, it should be like the Red Tour DVD and then surprise in addition, the Platinum Edition to Red, like all in the same package. I really, I mean, I guess for the sake of this argument, it doesn't really matter, but it has been said by several people that Red Platinum is not happening. And I think if it was, it definitely would have already by now. Yeah. 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 And I was, I was just thinking the other day how at this point, after the Speak Now tour, the the live CD was already we already knew when it was coming out, and I remember buying it on Black Friday. Well, I think it actually came out on either like the very last day of the tour or right after, which was right around Thanksgiving. So yeah, yeah, I, I'm still hoping. But that was the end of the tour, whereas she still has the or no, because she still had. Didn't she still had Australian shows after the US leg of Speak Now ended? Right. She was there in March of the year Red was released, twenty twelve. Uh but maybe for this one she wants to include international footage, which would be awesome. So maybe we'll get the live version later. I think when the US Speak Now leg ended, the tour was like ninety percent over, whereas now it's only like maybe two thirds over. Yeah, that's true. I'm not losing. She has hope a lot more because I mean, she has at least she has at least what the ten or so Australia and New Zealand shows and all the London shows. So she has a good number left. Right. I'm still kind of hoping in vain for um a second leg of the U.S. tour for Red. Yeah, I don't I think don't, it's going to happen. I, I don't. But... I just literally don't think it's possible unless Taylor clones herself. No. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm, I think I mean it, it was several years ago that we did it with the sheep. I mean, we could have you know, it's possible. <laughs> I don't think it will happen, but I think we'll definitely get some form of a tour CD, DVD, because she's had so many recordings throughout the U.S. shows. There has to be something. Yeah, they didn't record every single show for nothing. And I'm pretty sure our song is going to be on the next (laughs) Yeah, I think so, too. Oh, yeah. With how many times that was saying and recorded, I'm pretty sure we're getting the acoustic version of our song on the DVD. I wonder if on the DVD, when they show the part, you'll be able to hear the audience sigh. <laughs> the collective. <sighs> Sorry, Taylor. We love all your songs. We do. We love you and we love your songs. <laughs> we just love some of them a little more frequently than others. So to answer your question, Swift loves you. How dare you? <laughs> how dare you try to give us one or the other? No. Sorry. Merge them. That's the answer to my question. I mean, I guess I also feel like, you know, a Red Platinum Edition would be an extension of more of the same types of songs as are on Red, which I love Red, so I wouldn't mind more. But at the same time, I'm totally ready for the like whole new chapter of Taylor. I am too. I really did love the Red era, but I am kind of excited about the few things that Taylor has said about the upcoming era. I- I'm ready for that. Let's make it happen. Yeah, it's crazy to think that in less than a year we probably will have new music i can't wait that's so exciting while we're talking about just random taylor things i had something i wanted to talk about too shoot so i'm sure this has happened to like anybody who's a fan of taylor 
this has happened to me several times, but it just happened a couple of days ago. Somebody asked me, why do you like Taylor? Um, how long do we have on this episode? <laughs> like, do we have, like, I mean, do you want a four hour long episode or a two hour long episode? So I feel like at this point I should just have like an answer like, prepared for when people ask me that. But like, I, I can't. Like, whenever someone asks me that, I... I'm just kind of speechless because there's just so much that I can't even, like, boil it down into an answer that makes sense. Yeah, it would take hours to adequately answer that question. Like, no reasons I could give would really make someone get it, I don't think. I mean, the only possible response I could have to that question is, how could a person not like Taylor? Right, like, what? I mean, I think there's, I think there would be a much smaller list of reasons not to like Taylor then there would be reasons to like Taylor. But anyway, so I like, I don't even know what I said, but I like couldn't really answer. And then I was thinking about it later and I still couldn't really like articulate an answer in my head. And then later that day, um, I was listening to the radio and You Belong With Me just randomly came on and I just got so happy. Oh. And I don't know, I think something about, like, I don't know how to exactly describe that feeling, but that is why I like Taylor. That no matter what else is going on, the instant her song comes on, I'm just, like, ecstatically happy. Yes, I can... Especially when it's a song you haven't heard, you know, on the radio or heard in general in a while. Yeah, that happened to me a couple weeks ago when our song, which we were just talking about, (laughs) came on the radio and I got so ridiculously excited and happy. I'm usually driving and I just flip out and fortunately nobody's in the car with me usually. (laughs) But it's, it's... definitely a great feeling and i completely agree with ashley on that's a great explanation of why we love her but to give all the reasons would just take forever yeah but i just feel like that experience sort of summed up the emotion of like why i love her like there's nothing else that i think makes me feel that happy i think like i mean i personally don't even know if i would use the word happy i would use the word like connected because I think the most, like, powerful, amazing moments I have as being, like, a Taylor fan is when I hear her singing, like, a really powerfully emotional song, and I just, I'm just like, oh my god, somebody gets it! Because I'm just, I'm a very emotional person, so it it just makes me happy, like, to see how freely she can, like, express herself through music, and how she does it, like, fearlessly, and doesn't care about who judges her, and, you know, it's like, to me, like, the way that she does her music is... Sort of like she says, you know, hey, it's okay to react however you're going to react to the way somebody makes you feel. And that is that message right there is pretty much the main reason above all else that I love Taylor so much. That's probably the one thing I would say when anybody would ask me that. So, yeah, I just wanted to share that. If you can relate, I'd love to hear your your reaction. Yeah, tweet us and let us know how you re- how you reply to that question when someone asks you. Because I feel like people just, you know... Like, I make it, I'm pretty obvious about the fact that I love Taylor. I'm not discreet about it at all. And, you know, people that know me a little bit at work or whatever, they know that I have Taylor stuff on my desk. They know that I travel to a lot of concerts. And they just don't understand, like, what it is about this person that makes me want to do all those things. And people have said to me, like, I can't imagine liking anything so much that I would do all the things that you do for Taylor. <laughs> Well, they're missing out. I think everyone needs to find whatever that thing is for themselves. Yeah, I agree. It's kind of sad that they don't have anything they can be so passionate about. (laughs) 
I agree. Like, I can't, like, my whole life, there's always been something that I was really into. I can't imagine, like, not having something that just got me that, like, I don't know, excited about life or... I mean, obviously, whatever your interest or passion or hobby is, like, not everybody is going to travel all over the country for it or have a podcast about it. But, yeah, I think everyone needs something that makes them really, really excited. Anyway, so, yeah, let us know what you think about that. On that note, I think we'll uh, move on to... Keeping up with... Swift! So, Swifties are in the running for fan favorite at the 2013 People's Choice Awards, and you can vote for us and help us win. This sounds funny to say, but that's who we are, right? (laughs) Vote for us (laughs) at peopleschoice.com. Do it. Do it daily. Do it all the time. I don't know when the voting ends, but I think you still have a while. Yep, keep on going. As we mentioned, um, Taylor is going to be performing at Kensington Palace in London on November 23rd, which is coming up in just a few days, at the Winter Whites Gala. And it's um, the gala is organized by Sunderpoint, which is a charity for homeless people. So another great cause that Taylor is supporting. And Bon Jovi will also be there. And I'm sure it will be a really awesome event. I think you can get tickets, but they're very, very, very expensive. Yeah, I think this event will be great. Um, I was kind of wondering if she'll be able to meet Kate and William and the new baby, but I don't know. I love Those would be some epic photos. <laughs> that would be amazing. I love Kate. I think she's so pretty. And they would look amazing together if they did get a photo. Well, we'll have to find out in a few days. It's crazy that we're like this far into November already. That's just weird to me. I feel like November was just started two days ago, and apparently it was two and a half weeks ago. Who knew? So, speaking of nominations, the Red Tour is nominated for three Billboard Touring Awards this year. Um, Best Package, Concert, Marketing, and Promotion Award, and Eventful Fans Choice Award. And Taylor already won the, I'm sorry, is it the top? Package award? I'm confused. Yeah, I think that's what it's called. It was for artists who had three or more other artists on the billing. And oh, got it. S- and so because she had so many openers, she wanted yeah, all for- the stadium shows had three openers. Yeah. And I'm not sure whether the award was based only on gross profits or tickets sold. I'm not really sure, but I'm happy she won. Yeah. <laughs> More awards for Taylor. And the Always a good thing. The American Country Award nominations have been announced. Taylor's nominations are Artist of the Year, Artist of the Year Female, Single of the Year for Begin Again, Single of the Year Vocal Collaboration for Highway Don't Care, and Song of the Year for Highway Don't Care. And also Touring Artist of the Year, GAC Music Video of the Year for Begin Again, and Music Video of the Year group collaboration for Highway Don't Care. And those are a lot of awards, so I'm pretty sure she'll get some of them. Yeah, she's got a ton of nominations in this show. Those are going to be airing um, live from Las Vegas on December 10th. And also airing on December 10th is the Victoria's Secret Fashion Show, which Taylor taped in New York this past week. And oh my god, she's so gorgeous. 
I'm sorry, but she was way more pretty than most of those models. Absolutely. She just looked like such a natural on stage with them. She really did. Although I also have to say that was probably the one and only time when Taylor might look short. Yeah. <laughs> so I true, saw though. some photos where she did look short. Like, I'm pretty sure that's the only environment where she would be one of the shortest people in the room. Unless she wanted Very to go strange. hang out with, like, basketball players or something. But yeah, she looked so gorgeous. She had a couple of really pretty outfits. Um, she had a silver sparkly dress that I loved, and she also had a British-themed outfit with the British flag. And I know she's saying I knew you were trouble. I'm not sure what else she sang. We'll find out when it airs. And she also sang with Fall Out Boy once again. If you'll remember, she brought them out on the Red Tour, so that was pretty cool. And yeah, yeah they sang. Um, I know. It, uh, I know what your my songs. My songs know, know what, what you did, did in the dark. My, yeah. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, I was actually at MetLife Stadium when that happened, and so I was excited to see them together again. Yeah, and um, so far we've only seen little clips from what's been posted online, but I can't wait to see the whole show. And it sounds like she did a lot of songs, like she was one of the main acts of the night, so it should be really awesome. So did you all have a favorite outfit? Of the fashion show or of um, Taylor? The sparkly dress. Uh, of Taylor at the fashion show. And she, she had a great dress on the pink carpet it was black with flowers oh yeah that one was great too i honestly i think I, I i loved the sparkly dress i really like the silver sparkly dress yeah yeah i think that would be my favorite although i really did love the one on the pink carpet um i was kind of wondering how much the the silver sparkly number cost but i guess i'll probably, probably never lot. know <laughs> maybe jamie will tell us but for me, I thought what was really great about her being there is she had the most clothes on out of anybody, and she looked the best, in my opinion. <laughs> and I was like, that's another reason why I love Taylor. She is so true. She's so classy. And she's probably going to have to make that, make that exact statement sometime. I'm sure somebody's going to say something rude about her being there. She's going to have to be like, I, I wore more clothes than anybody else. <laughs> Once again. Somebody, um, I saw on Twitter someone say, oh, that explains why Taylor's been wearing so much pink clothing lately. Yeah, I also noticed that when she's been going to all those workout classes, she has been wearing a lot of pink stuff. But I, I think she wore that kind of stuff before, and I know we've seen her shopping for bras at Victoria's Secret before. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so if they're trying to suggest that she was only doing it no no i'm sure that she actually likes wearing it but they probably hooked her up with some because she was doing the show which would explain why she was wearing more of it lately yeah i love pink stuff it's comfy she looks great and everything so it really doesn't even matter so our last piece of news from today is about the last time video the official video was just released and it was featuring gary lightbody of course from snow patrol and um, what they ended up doing was just taking the performance straight from the Red Tour from when he was a special guest in, I believe it was Sacramento, and just turned that performance into the video. So, yeah. I know there were some rumors going around that there might be some dancing in the video with Taylor and her recent dance lessons, but that didn't happen, so we'll have to see later what those lessons were for. But the video is on YouTube. Um, it can be viewed on Taylor's official Vivo channel. And, yeah, I already, I mean, I saw the video 
right from when it was on YouTube after he was a guest, but I'll have to go watch it again to see the official version. I just watched it shortly before we were recording. Um, I feel bad saying this, but it, it, I just wish they would have done a little more with it. They just basically... It, it, it's like a tour video, only it's not even like a montage tour video. It's just a video of them on stage together put to the song, and I don't know. I just... It wasn't that impressed with it, to be honest. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm impressed with the performance. I'm just not impressed with the video. I kind of liked what they did with the performance where they were sitting back to back and like sort of the choreography almost of it. Yeah, I agree. I think that fits the song very well. But I also kind of agree with Belle in that I I thought they could have done more with the video. I get that there's not a lot of time. Taylor and Gary are both really busy. So I th- I think it probably was just that they ran out of time. But I almost think that the X Factor performance that they did like two weeks ago would have been a better video than the tour performance. Yeah, I loved that performance. I thought it was so well done and they looked great. But they also cut the song short, probably due to time on the show, so I guess that wouldn't have worked. Yeah, that's true. I mean, at the same time, though, they could have at least, like, done more of a, you know, cut away from Taylor and Gary and at least showed, like, more of, like, the crowd and made it more of a montage video, such as, like, the you know, for the Speak Now tour and the Fearless tour, how they did, like, tour montage videos to the last single of each album. Mm-hmm. I feel like they could have they could have at least done a little more of that instead of just, and it well, almost it looks like a home video, do you know what I mean? like the Red video if they did that. I think what bothers me the most is, um... Red was just released, and that was a tour video. That was the newest single, and and now this is, like, just another Red tour. But I still love the song, and I did think the the emotion and the kind of, as Ashley mentioned, the choreography on the Red tour did fit the song well. Yeah, that's true. Well, feel free to let us know what you guys think. (laughs) Love it, hate it, let us know. Next, we're going to move into our mini-segments, and we first- I love mini-segments. We first have a Swifty bucket list from Emily Lawrence, and hers is very long, but I'm going to read it all, and it's a great list. So, first she wants to meet Taylor, Ed, Meredith, and Andrea. She wants to have a photo with Taylor and have Taylor personally sign it. She wants to receive a thank you letter from Taylor. She wants to see Taylor on tour in L.A. at the Staples Center. She wants to do some baking with Taylor. Go to the Taylor Swift Education Center and the Country Music Hall of Fame. Go to the Bluebird Cafe. Get a pair of the Charlotte Olympia cat flats. I love those. Those are so cute. Get the Christian Louboutin Farida Bowler tote and some Ray-Ban sunglasses. I love that tote too, but I think it's... Like, a little pricey. I think isn't it over? I looked it up. It was over a thousand dollars. I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah, I think Jamie would probably know the exact price. Yeah, I think Jamie posted it, and I thought, nope, I can't afford that. <laughs> um, <laughs> nope. She wants to also get the Taylor Swift squirrel pajamas from the "We Are Never Ever Getting Back Together" music video. Thank you, Emily, for submitting your list. Can I just say that reminded me. I hope and wonder if maybe they'll bring those pajamas back for, like, the holiday sales this year. I really hope so, because I didn't get a chance to get them last time, and I want them. 
I actually got them last time, and I'm afraid to wear them because they're so, it seems like they're so rare. I, they're just sitting, I'm afraid to mess them up. But I do love well, them. Well, I really wanted to wear them to the tour, but now that that's over, I don't know when I would wear them. I'm looking up these cat flats right now, and apparently they are $595. Jeez, I could make <laughs> them for 20 bucks. Yeah, I've definitely seen a lot of cheaper versions, but the original ones that I think she's talking about are $595 from Nordstrom, and you can get them in black or red. Here's your weekly fashion update from me. (laughs) (laughs) I was just curious about them. Our next one comes from Jorge J. I hope I said that right. I'm sorry if I didn't. (laughs) Um, It feels like the perfect night to set up your lineup, and I'm guessing this is from a fantasy football fan. Yeah. I know we got some questions on our ask about who we would pick for certain lineups, so maybe that was that maybe that was him asking for our our input. Hopefully, I didn't give you horrible horrible suggestions. Again, I'm gonna say as long as you don't ever put Tony Romo on your team, you're cool. <laughs> our next submission, we actually got a few from Sarah via email, and she has a couple of Swifty problems. The first one is when Swiftcast doesn't have a Google Plus. We do have almost every other social networking account we could possibly have. This is true. Well, we'll work, we'll, we'll work on it. We do. Yeah, I'm not super familiar with Google+, Plus, but we'll try to get on that. Um, her next one, her next Swifty problem is, when your parents have you grounded from listening to almost everything, so you can't listen to Taylor's new music as it comes out. Wow, that sounds... What kind of parents do you have? That sounds really terrible. That's harsh, But man. luckily, Taylor doesn't That's really harsh. have any new music coming out right now. Yeah, I wonder... So you're safe until, like, next year. I wonder if that happened during Sweeter Than Fiction. So that would be terrible. Oh, maybe. If you couldn't listen that to it. That would have stunk. And she also submitted, It feels like the perfect night to sing Love Story all alone in my room and get weird pictures in my head of, of Ed standing behind Taylor in a suit of armor. Wow, that's great. I love it. I love that. That's fantastic. That's a great image. And then she also wrote a little note to us. She said, thank you guys so much for doing SwiftCast. I really love listening to it. I've been listening since episode four or five. I've never written in before, but it just keeps getting better and better. And you guys have really caused me to become a bigger Swifty. Wow, that's really nice. Awesome. We love hearing that. That's our goal. We want everyone to be... The biggest Swifties possible. Exactly. So thank you for writing into us and submitting, and do it more often. Yeah, thanks, Sarah. Our next one is a Swiftie bucket list from Sweeter Than Swift on Taylor Connect. And her list also includes ten items, so I'll read them all. She wants to see Taylor live, meet Taylor and the agency, hug Taylor for at least 13 seconds, Get into Club Red, meet Taylor's mom, and get a guitar pick from her dad. See Taylor at MSG, Nashville, Gillette Stadium, and Australia. Get a photo with Taylor. Get Taylor's autograph. Forgive Taylor for not announcing Red tour dates for Birmingham, England. And marry Taylor. That's a great list. I would want to do all of those, too. Well, I guess I'm not going (laughs) to marry Taylor, but... I get the other ones. (laughs) (laughs) Everything else, though. 
Our next one is from Hannah616 on Twitter. It feels like the perfect night to catch up on Taylor Swift podcast episodes. Yay! Hope your catch-up session was awesome and entertaining. Yeah. We love when people listen to all our episodes. We do. Especially when they marathon them, and then we're like, we hope we were entertaining enough to actually make marathoning worth it. Our next one is from Tay La 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 on Taylor Connect, and they said, I have no shame. I want a kiss on the cheek. (laughs) Very cute. Very cute. Our next Swifty problem is from at Male Swifty on Twitter, and he says, no one wants to date a male Swifty, but oh well. Taylor's music is all I need, and I'm happy with that. I'm sure male Swifty... Okay, hold on, hold on. (laughs) I don't know why you think that, but let me tell you, if I was dating a guy and he liked Taylor, that would be like the deciding factor. I'd be like, I will date you. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Nate would have some things to say if he were here. (laughs) This is true. Nate couldn't make it to this episode, but I'm sure that he would definitely have some responses to that one. Yeah, I think male Swifty needs to just seek out a female Swifty and they'll just hit it off completely. Exactly. Like, you already have... Here's the great thing about being a male Swifty. There's tons of female Swifties, so it's like swimming in the ocean full of Swifties. Yeah, it's... Okay, that made more sense in my head. But, like, think about it. You already have a built-in, like, icebreaker. So, you like Taylor Swift. So do I. Boom! There you go. Instant conversation starter. Yeah, it's kind of like those guys who go to yoga classes because they're all, they're all those girls at the class. So yeah, if you're exactly. a guy, you Swifty, like, a... like you've got the upper hand there. You do. So at male Swifty, so, I hope let's... you find a female Swifty for you soon. Help <laughs> <laughs> you find a female Swifty for you. <laughs> Yeah, you know, you already have an automatic conversation starter, so turn that frown upside down and get motivated and, okay, uh, you know, insert pep pep talk here. But in all serious, that is not a Swifty problem. All right, anyways, thank you so much for everybody who submitted many segments, and you guys can keep submitting them to to us through Twitter, Facebook, um, Taylor Connect, basically email us, use our website contact form, etc., etc. We love hearing them and we love talking about them. Um, this week we played a fun game of Taylor Trivia on our Twitter, so our Twitter is definitely a good thing to follow, because we do a lot from our Twitter, and that's at SwiftCast13, for those of you who might not be following us yet. Um, anyways, we played this game where we asked people Taylor Trivia, and if they got the question right within a certain amount of time, they got points. And then whoever got to 13 points first was the winner. So first of all, they wanted to thank everyone who participated. Um, Aki underscore 52403, it's a friend Brandy, hi! Uh, Taylor Shales, Hey Loves Tay, Maddie Banker, Shine Swifts, Dorky Swift 13, Taylor Updates 12, Stay Starlight, Dale Swifty, Aaron C48, In a Simple Way, Arundel underscore M, and Lauren Zydell 13, and Taylor Planet 13 were our participants. And um, some of these awesome participants actually tied for the winning spot with 13 points each. So what we decided to do is give them the opportunity to kind of play another round of trivia trivia except for we switched up a little bit and it wasn't just regular trivia so we actually invited them to participate in a little segment on the show that we're kind of calling apples to taylor uh you know if you've ever heard of the game apples to apples it's sort of similar to that not exactly the same game but what we basically did was we brought all these people uh together on the show and um asked them 
like one by one, I gave them like a word. Um, and there, it was a Taylor related word and their job was to automatically respond without thinking to the first thing that comes to their mind. So what we're going to do is we're going to play this clip for you and have you listen to this game being played. And um, we're asking you guys, the listeners, to choose the winner. And the winner is whoever had the most funny, the most witty, most entertaining responses. So if you go to our website at swiftcast13.com, right on the front page, there's a poll and you can vote for the winner. And the winner gets a special mystery prize. So it's up to you guys to determine who that's going to be. So without further ado, here's our very first game of Apples to Taylor. All right, hey, so this is Belle, and I am here with our two contestants today, Brandy and Liz. Say hi, Brandy. Hi. Say hi, Liz. Guten Abend. Okay, she's speaking German. I don't speak German, but I'm guessing that means something like hello. It actually means good night, but... Good night. Uh, okay, we'll go with that. We'll go with that. Why not? All right. Don't judge me. <laughs> don't judge me. All right, girls, so here's how we're going to do this. This is the very first game of, quote-unquote, Apples to Taylor taking place. <laughs> Liz thinks it's funny. He hadn't told me the name. That's beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. That's beautiful. Taking place right here on episode 31 of SwiftCast. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give Brandy a Taylor-related word, and she's just going to come up with whatever comes into her mind first. I'm going to do the same thing for Liz, I'm gonna, and they're going to each have three words. Now, you guys, the listeners, are going to be able to go to SwiftCast.com and vote for which one of these girls you thought had the funniest and or most creative or most entertaining, whatever. And the winner is being judged for this. You're being horribly judged. Horribly judged. Oh. And the winner gets a mystery prize. So, how are you girls feeling about this? It could be very interesting. Take it easy on me, SwiftCast listeners. <laughs> All right, Brandy, I'm going to put you on the spot first. You ready? Uh, yeah. Meredith. Cat. That's the best you got, Brandy! <laughs> if you think Meredith, I think of the cat. I mean, that's just the correlation right now. Alright, alright, that's that's cool. I get it. Alright, you ready, Liz, for your word? Oh god, okay, hit me. Jake Gyllenhaal. Ugh! I just, <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> Many words that I should not say on this podcast. (laughs) And also makes me think of my ex-boyfriend, also named Jake, who also ruined my life at the same time that Jake Gyllenhaal ruined Taylor's, so. They are skilled. Call out to my ex, Jake. Skilled, skilled, skilled. You suck. (laughs) You are never, ever getting back together. (laughs) You're never, ever getting back together. Ever. You ready for your second word, Brandy? Okay, second word here is, drum roll please, 22. Pool. Pool, oh my gosh, I totally missed it. I heard okay. pool too, so. Okay, no, pool, pool as in like from the music video, right? Yeah. Jumping in the pool. Okay, all right. It's, you know, not summer, I wish it was summer, then I could jump in the pool. Liz, you ready for your second word? Give me your best shot. Red tour. Jealous. Why are you jealous? Because I did not get to go to any of the shows on the Red Tour, and I have not seen Taylor live ever, even though I've been a fan for ages. Well, we gotta fix that next to Liz. Help me, I'm poor. <laughs> Excellent bridesmaids quote. <laughs> Excellent. 
Well, folks, we gotta fix this for Liz next tour, okay? She is she is going to a show. We're, we're gonna Jeez. make sure that this happens for her. All right, you All ready right. for your next word, Brandy? Yeah. Last word, last chance. You can do it. All right, your third and final word. <laughs> Swearing. Swearing is wonderful. Wonderful word in and of itself. True, it is. This is so true. It is. I had to write to the Oxford English Dictionary and get them to. The Oxford to make English that. Dictionary and have them make swearing an official word. And the Oxford yeah. English Dictionary, yes. Uh, I like it. We do. We can write a change.org petition because you can do those for anything these days. And they send you passive aggressive emails in your inbox that say, sign my petition. <laughs> Our third and final word for Liz is going to be, drumroll, her final word. It's actually going to be two words, so sorry for my slight cheating here. But So was Red Tour, so. Oh yeah, so was Red Tour, that's true. Your, your final phrase then is, Grant's hair. Oh god. <laughs> Grant's hair is something else. <laughs> like, I, I couldn't tell sometimes whether it was Grant or just his hair taking over, like, um, no, but Grant's hair, yeah, um... Muppet. There we go. Oh god. Something else. <laughs> Alright, ladies and gentlemen. Our first game of Apples to Taylor. Thanks. Thank you to our contestants, Brandy. Say hello again. Hello. And Liz. You're welcome for being a guinea pig. Alright, so guys, go to swiftcast13.com. There's a poll right on there on the front page, and let us know which one of these people you think should get a mystery prize. And if you want to play, then make sure that you keep an eye out on our Twitter for when we do future trivia contests. The winner of the trivia contests on, on Twitter get a chance to play this game with us here. And the winners of these games get a mystery prize. So, bottom line, follow us on Twitter. Yay! So follow us on Twitter. Team. Do it! See, look, she's our little cheerleader. We love I her. Yeah. I suck it. Four for you, Swiftcast Coco. <laughs> Bridesmaids and Mean Girls. Ladies and gentlemen, she's a keeper. Well, back to our regularly Sorry. scheduled podcast now. Thank you so much again, girls, for playing. And, uh, yeah, Thank moving you for on. for having us. You're welcome. Bye, guys. Bye, Liz. Bye, Brandy. Bye. Peace. All right. Thank you so much, you guys, again, for playing. And as we said, you guys, the listeners, get to determine the winner. Um, if you ever want a chance to uh, participate in a game like this in the future, make sure that you're following our Twitter when we do trivia games and or have other types of opportunities for you guys to play games on the show. Uh, this is not definitely not the last time that we will be doing something like this. So if you didn't get a chance to participate this time, there will be plenty of more times in the future. We thought we'd kind of bring a fun discussion to this episode since it is episode 31, which is 13 backwards. And um, as we were just mentioning, the last the last time is the last single from Red, and I wasn't that impressed with the video, but there is definitely other songs that I loved on that album that I wish had been singles that weren't. So I thought we could all talk about, you know, songs that we loved from the album that we wish were singles, and it doesn't even have to be from Red. We could talk about just any of Taylor's released songs that never became singles that we would have liked to have seen as singles. So anybody want to start us out? I have one, just right off the top of my head, especially from Red, that I definitely think should have been a single, and that is Holy Ground. That would have been a good single. It's a very catchy song. I think it's a really catchy song. I think it could be played on a lot of different types of radio stations. 
I think it's a different sound than so many of the songs that she's released to radio. And honestly, it's like the one song on Red that I have not gotten sick of no matter how many times I've listened to it. I'm not sick of any of the other ones. It's just like that seems to be the song that I constantly play the most. I love Holy Ground, and I agree. I think it would have been a good single. But for me, if I had to pick one off of Red that I think should have been a single, it would be All Too Well, because I just think that song is a complete masterpiece, and I think she would have won so many Grammys, and I think it's so mature and just shows a completely different side of her. Um, So I'm really disappointed. I was hoping that when Autumn came around this year, she would release it, and I really wish she would have, but um, part of me part of me wonders if maybe she didn't release it because that one guy named Matt, I forget his last name, but he complained when Red was first released that she like stole uh, the one line. And don't even get me started on that. I know it's crazy, but I part of me wonders if maybe that made her hesitate from releasing it as a single because she didn't want any more backlash than she already had from that stupid guy um so i remember the exact tweet that i had when this controversy first broke out because the only thing he was saying was that one line in the song had similar wording to one line in one of his songs and matt nathanson is not a very well-known singer like he has some songs on the radio but this particular song was not one that was very well known to a lot of people and I find it very unlikely that Taylor even heard the song. And I think my tweet was something along the lines of, Taylor Swift's cat is more famous than Matt Nathanson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when I when this whole thing nice. came up, when Re- Red was released, I had no idea who this guy was. I'm sure Taylor I had didn't... heard of him, but like I had never heard of the specific song that he was talking about. It's not a song that was ever on the radio, so the chance that she ever even heard it doesn't seem likely yeah i definitely think it was complete nonsense but i i could see why it might make her decide not to release it as a single she didn't want to have to deal with more controversy i just think it would have been an amazing single and would have won so many grammys i agree and i remember there was like a period last year where it was rumored that it was about to come out as the next single And I do think that, you know, it's an amazing song and would have done really well, but I almost didn't want her to release it just because I almost feel like that song is almost like, not private, but almost just between her and the fans. I kind of didn't want it out into like the realm of public opinion. Yeah, that makes sense. It does kind of feel private. And I think... It's a song that you would only know if you buy her albums, you know, and if you go to her concerts. It's not a song that you would otherwise, you know, really know about. And I just feel like with a lot of her songs, especially the ones that get a lot of radio play, you know, there's always going to be people that don't like them and they'll make jokes about it or whatever. They're entitled to their opinion. But that song is just so special to me that it would it would just honestly really 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 upset me to hear anybody who didn't know what they were talking about criticize that song in any way yeah that's a great point it would physically it would it would hurt my feelings to hear negative comments from people who don't know what they're talking about on that song i feel very protective of that song 
That's a very good point. I mean, and it's I mean, one of those it means things so where much to so many of her fans that I think it's one of those things that I mean, I didn't really think about this earlier, but you do bring up a great point. It is sort of between her and her fans because I feel like if you didn't follow Taylor's career and you didn't really know like you weren't really around when she was dating Jake and everything, like I feel like you wouldn't appreciate it the same way if you were just a casual listener of her music but really knew nothing about like her life at all. I feel like it is such a personal song that she wrote that in order to fully appreciate it, you have to sort of know as much as she allows her fans to know about her personal life to really, truly appreciate how amazing the song really is and how much of herself she put into it. And I can, I can see that point. I didn't, it's not something I really thought of before, but that is an excellent thing to think about and could, could be a good reason why it wasn't released as a single. Because to an, Um, to an outsider, I can see them just listening to the song and kind of like writing it off as just being dramatic or something. Right. Or just another song about another boy. Right. When it's so much more than that. Yeah, this has really helped me get some closure on how upset I was that it wasn't released <laughs> as a single. I hope I've convinced you it's a good thing. I know that I'm going to have an unpopular opinion here. Um, a song that I absolutely loved, and I don't, even, I don't even know if I really feel like it should have been released as a single so much as I just feel like it was very underrated. I don't feel like it was really acknowledged or talked about much at all, like in general, is I Almost Do. Because when I first heard, when I, the very first time I listened to Red from beginning to end, when it, just right when it came out, that was the absolute most amazing song that just really hit me in the gut and really stuck with me, like, in my mind. Like, if I had listened to the, you know, when I listened to Red from beginning to end and anybody sort of would have asked me, what was your strongest reaction to whatever song and I would have automatically said I almost do and I feel like that song I mean I understand I think it's maybe too mellow to be a single so I understand like it would have been maybe awkward on radio so I understand like why it was never probably never even considered for a single but I feel like it was just so in general underrated I can't I don't think that's an unpopular opinion because I agree with you I think the last time and sad beautiful tragic are really underrated on the album and I think the last time is just so well written it has such a great message and it's it's just she sounds great in it i think it's a great song i don't know that like you i don't know that it could have been a single but i definitely think it's underrated so basically what we're saying is we want every song from red to be a single (laughs) i think so i just i just wish that there were a couple of more songs that were in general like i I was really, really, really excited that it was played, um, that she put it on the B stage in um, during the opening shows in um, Omaha, but I didn't realize until the second night that, you know, that song was going to be an alternated song. So I didn't realize that that wasn't even part of the set. And I'm, I, that just made me kind of bummed. I'm like, that is such a... I mean, I, and I guess I, looking back on it, I understand, because it would have been two mellow emotional songs. It would, it would have been competing with All Too Well, and I don't really think anything can compete with All Too Well, like in general. But like... So I understand why you like it was one or the other, but I just, I will never not love the fact that, or yeah, let me restate that, but I'll never really be okay with the fact that I just seemed to get looked over and underrated so much. And I agree with you, Steph, about Sad, Beautiful, Tragic. I think that song is also very underrated. So what songs were you guys like in love with that really didn't get much attention or didn't become a single and why do you think? Let us know. Maybe we'll do a follow-up discussion. 
We're moving on to a new segment. Now, what we're doing with this is that every host is going to have sort of their own segment and we're going to rotate them so that each week you get to, you know, hear a different segment. And, you know, we all have kind of other things that we're really into. Um, Ashley goes to a lot of other concerts from a lot of other artists, so she has a lot of great stuff to bring to the table. Nate's a guy Swifty, so, you know, there's a lot he can probably advice that he can give to other guy Swifties or even girl Swifties, you know, from the guy Swifty perspective. So I thought for my section, since I'm a really big reader and writer, um, I thought I would just kind of give you guys some updates and opinions and reviews and whatnot on um, books. And uh, the next time, the second time that my section ro- that my segment rolls around, I'm going to actually give you a review on The Giver, but I haven't actually read it yet, so that's going to have to be the next round I'm, next round I'm doing. So um, to start off with, I'm, I thought I would just talk a little bit about... Um, so we know that a lot of Swifties out there have been kind of into reading fanfic lately. Um, years and years and years ago, I used to write fanfic when I was like a teenager for uh, this TV show I was really into. But it had been like a very, very long time since I have really read or read any fic. Well, a couple of months ago, I decided to start writing um, just just for fun or whatever on this new website that I found called Wattpad, uh, a Swearin <laughs> fanfic. <laughs> I know, we're all laughing at me. It's fabulous. Um, just for, I don't know, I was just bored one night, literally. There's no great story on that. I was just bored one night and started writing it and thought I would just throw it up there. Um... It's up to like 7,000 plus reads now, which is kind of weird to me. So I'm like, there's 7,000 people that really want to read about Swearin? Okay. Um, but that's kind of cool. Um, I've really There's even a Swearin tab life. on our website now. <laughs> there is. There's a Swearin <laughs> tab on our website now. <laughs> and um, so I just wanted to thank uh, the several people that are listening, that are also listeners of the show that have actually been reading this and... Um, just giving me some really awesome comments to it. Um, I, I just, that's really appreciative. I really appreciate it. And uh, if you like reading fanfic, check it out. Um, yeah, there, it's under the Spirin tab on our site if you just want to find it easily. Otherwise, you can go to my personal Twitter and my Wattpad link is on there. So you can find it in either way. Um, and we also wanted to say that, like, if you guys, ha- you know, run across any great fix or anything that you want me to, like, talk about or mention on the show in the future, let me know and I'll check them out. I don't, you know, I, I'm still new at this Wattpad thing, so it's, you know, hard to navigate. But I know there's other places that people post stuff on as well. So uh, if you guys ever want me to read and review anything, let me know. Um, I also wanted to uh, tell you guys a little bit about something that I've been doing. Um Basically, you know how Taylor has known that she wanted to be a songwriter since she was about 12? Well, it was about the same age that I knew that I wanted to be a writer. Um, I actually wrote, this is something Taylor and I have in common, we actually wrote our first quote-unquote air quote novel when we were both 12 years old. (laughs) Um, I wrote mine for English class and it was literally like a novella, which is weird. Um, But anyways, I've always been writing my whole life and um, a couple of years ago, or late 2012, I actually published my first novel. And um, I dedicated it to Taylor. So I thought I would just let you guys know in case you wanted to check it out. Um, the re- cool thing about this is, is that when I created the Wattpad and started writing my Swear and Fic, I thought I'd just be nice and let some Swifties read my novels without having to buy it. So I actually put it up there. So if you ever want to read it or check it out, you don't have to worry about like buying it. It's up on my Wattpad. And um, I'm working on the sequel right now. So we'll see how that goes. <laughs> And uh, I don't know, I basically kind of take a, a, a chapter from Taylor's book of lessons and I write what I know. I write about 
the people in my life, the experiences I've had. I mean, my, my novels are all fiction, but they're all like sort of based on people that I've met and different things that I've experienced. So um, that's the reason I dedicated it to Taylor is I feel like like her songwriting style is sort of has definitely influenced my novel writing style, if that makes any sense. Um, if you just go to my personal Twitter, which is at Belle13Anne, uh, my Wattpad link is on there. And uh, for future segments and everything, let me know, like, if there's a book that you want me to review or a fic you want me to mention, you know, let you guys can let me know, and I will do the best that I can to talk about stuff that you guys want to hear about. So. And, well, they can also check for updates via our website on the Swearing tab now. This is true. This is true. To make it real easy for you guys, just go to our website at swiftcast13.com and click the Swearin tab. And I usually update once or twice, at, at least once a week, sometimes twice a week. So if you happen to be one of those people that are reading along and commenting me to, having me to update all the time, <laughs> um, yeah, you can definitely check there. So thank you for the people that are actually like reading along with that. That's really cool. I had no idea that I would end up getting that many readers since this is like my first fic. <laughs> but that's really nice of you guys and I appreciate it. And uh, so that's just my sort of introduction to my segment basically. And like I said, you know, let me know what you guys want to hear and I will do my best to review and talk about, you know, fics and books and stuff that you guys are reading or interested in reading. Yeah, definitely check out the Swearin tab on the SwiftCast website or tweet us or tweet Bell. Just let us know your thoughts. Uh, next, I just wanted to mention the, the upcoming Red shows that are actually going to be next week, which is crazy. Uh, but Taylor will be in Auckland on November 29th, November 30th, and December 1st. She'll be in Sydney, December 4th, Brisbane, December 7th. Perth, December 11th, and Melbourne, December 14th. And then she'll have a little bit of a break, and then the Red Tour will come back to London on February 1st, 2nd, and 4th. It'll go to Berlin on February 7th, and then she'll be back in London because of overwhelming demand. She added February 10th and 11th. The Vamps are going to be opening up in London, and we'll be providing everybody with updates and news about the shows. I'm really excited to see what kind of B-stage songs she sings. Maybe she'll throw in some Christmas songs. That would be pretty awesome. So we will keep you up to date with all of this exciting. Maybe her dance classes have been because she's adding some like epic dance number to the tour. Yeah, maybe she'll add Sweeter Than Fiction and dance or something. I don't know. But we will keep you updated. It should be very exciting. So next up, we have taken a break from our fan project for a little while, but we just um, heard about a new one going on, which is pretty cool. Swifty448 on Taylor Connect is organizing a Swifty Christmas card exchange, which basically she wants to just share some loving messages among Swifties around the world. So how this is going to work is she will personally send cards to each Swifty who signs up, and then um, if they're okay with it, she will share their addresses with the other Swifties on the card exchange list so everybody can send cards to each other and just be a really fun holiday project. So that sounds pretty cool. 
Um, if you want to participate, you can message her on Taylor Connect. It's Swifty with a Y four four eight, or you can email her at Jill, J I L L underscore Wagner W A G N E R fifteen at hotmail.com to be added to the list. And she said in your email, please include your name, your address, whether you want other Swifties to send you cards, and your email address. Well, that's pretty awesome. I'm excited to have new projects. Yay! Uh, Next up, we wanted to introduce you to uh, a new contest that we are starting to run. Basically, we're asking you guys to be creative and help us out with something awesome. Uh, The contest is going to run through the rest of the year. And what it is, is that we want you guys to help us come up with a theme song for the show. To kind of revamp our, you know, beginning entry and everything Where you, when you start to listen to us. And uh, you guys can either send us lyrics, or if you, you know, have a melody, if you play an instrument, you can uh, send us that too. Bonus points if you're a singer and you want to record an audio or video submission. Uh, otherwise, if you don't do that, then you can just write lyrics. The winner is going to be picked at the end of the year. They get to be on an episode of Swiftcast with us. And uh, their theme song will be on our show, and so the, their name will be in the end credits, you know, crediting them for the song at the end of every single episode. So, that's awesome! And they will get a very special prize mailed to them, which is an ours single CD, courtesy of Haley. That is awesome! So yeah, if you guys want to just, you know, come up with something cool for us to put at the beginning of our show, let us know. Uh, get a hold of us and send your submissions and uh, this is going to be until the end of the year. We're not going to pick a, a winner and work on that till December 31st. So you guys have some time to come up with some stuff. Let's see what you got. It can really be anything. So we're looking forward to seeing what you come up with. We are. And speaking of contests, we have our iTunes giveaway still going on right now. Uh, hopefully we should be giving that prize away pretty soon. As soon as we get to 50 reviews on iTunes. So I'll, I think we're at 46 right now. Yeah, so, so it's getting close. All you have to do is rate us five stars on our iTunes page and leave us a review. And um, once we get 50, we will pick someone at random who will get a pack of red guitar picks in a red sticker. So you should definitely do that. Definitely. It helps us out a lot because the more ratings and reviews we get, the higher we like rank up on iTunes and then the easier it is for like other people to kind of stumble upon us and find us. So it helps us get listeners. Um, it helps you guys out because you guys can, if you leave us a review, then you're elig- eligible to win a prize, which is the red guitar picks and a red sticker. So that's awesome. Um, and it also like when you leave reviews, it also helps us to know like what you guys like about the show. Like we've, we have a lot of reviews that specifically like people are been really cool and specifically told us what they like. Um, we like to hear that because, you know, we, we create this show, this show is, yeah, we love to hear those things because the show is created by the fans for the fans and they want to make sure that like all of our content is stuff that you guys want to hear. So it's just a good thing all around and it's really helpful for us and we really appreciate it. If you do that, that would be super awesome. Um, we also wanted to remind you that while you're on that iTunes page, um, if you just hit the subscribe button, then you don't have to worry about like going to the page and downloading our episodes every time we post them because they automatically download for you whenever we put up a new episode. So that makes your life super easy. Yay! And um, you can we also have a... Yeah. And if you're interested in any SwiftCast merchandise, you can check out our store at cafepress.com slash stuff. Um, making a purchase helps us out because it's, well, we love bringing you the show for free. It's actually not free for us to produce. So, um, that just helps us kind of cover the production costs that 
come out of our pockets to make the show. So that's just another way that you guys can support the show and get some awesome merchandise. Yeah, do it. Woohoo! And one um, more reminder, if you haven't seen yet, we recently totally redesigned our website. So we would love it if you would go to swiftcast13.com and check it out and let us know what you think. Um, you can contact us in a whole bunch of different ways to let us know. There is a contact tab right at the top of our website, so you can do it that way. Or tweet us at swiftcast13. Email us at swiftcast13 at gmail.com. Find us at swiftcast13 on Facebook. Or there's some other ways too, but those are the main ones. So yeah, check out the new site and we'd love to get your feedback. If there's anything on the site that you like, you want us to have that we don't, don't let us know because we just want to make all the improvements that we can to make getting a hold of us and participating in the show for you guys as easy as possible. Well, it's getting to be around that time, so next week Taylor will... I know what she's going to do. What's she going to do? I think that Taylor is going to kiss the royal baby. Aww, that would be so cute. That would be awesome. It's been a while since she's kissed a guy. It's time. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think she might shock us all and dye her hair brunette. Probably not. That was just a wild wild guess. Probably not going to happen, though. But if it does, I'm sure we'll be talking about it on next episode. What do you think Taylor's going to do next week, Steph? Um, you know, she was looking for a house in London. Maybe she's going to buy a house next week. I heard that rumor. Hmm. The house looked pretty amazing. I think it was like $20 million or something. So well, she probably needs it for all her recent awards and her upcoming nominations. <laughs> right. She just needs an entire house in another country for her awards. That's actually true, though. <laughs> So if any of those things happen, we will definitely be talking about it next week on episode 32. So for episode 31, this has been Belle. Ashley. And Steph. You guys have an awesome week. Hopefully it's filled with a bunch of Taylor goodness. And Nate's not here to say peace out Swift Scouts. And Jill's not here to say stay classy Swiftcast. (laughs) So we're going to leave you with bye. Unless, it's, unless, we, unless one of you have something better. I've got nothing. Yeah, I've got nothing. <laughs> Alright, well, see you guys next week. Sorry we had a un, an unclever ending here. <laughs> Alright, you guys take care. Bye. SwiftCast supports BeTheMatch.com, get entered into the bone marrow registry, and maybe save a life. Visit our affiliates at taylorswiftscloset.com where you can find detailed daily updates on Taylor's latest fashion and our friends at ESPN Fantasy Focus. They podcast daily with all the latest tips, advice, and updates on the current season's fantasy football and baseball. SwiftCast has no direct affiliation with Taylor Swift, Big Machine Label Group, or 13 Management. 